Thank you for tuning in to Talking Bay 94, the Star Wars podcast devoted to interviews with the cast, crew, and creators of a galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Brandon Winerdy, and today I'm talking to Alan Harris, who not only portrayed Bosk the Bounty Hunter in The Empire Strikes Back, but had roles in all of the Star Wars original trilogy, including a few you wouldn't expect. This is a live episode from Madness Comics in Plano, Texas, so the audio can be spotty at times, but this is Talking Bay 94, episode 47, Alan Harris. Today I'm joined by Alan Harris, who not only played Bosk in Empire Strikes Back, but appeared in all three original trilogy movies as well, worked on The Phantom Menace. Mr. Harris, thank you so much for for talking with us today. My pleasure. Always is. (laughs) Well, uh, before we dive into Empire and even A New Hope, what was that journey for you into being um, an extra and working in film? Well, I I came into filming uh, as an accident, really, just a way to earn some cash, because I was a male model in London at the time, doing mainly advertising, some fashion work. Uh, You had to wait six to nine months for your check to come through. (laughs) That's how long it took through the agency. They they they, they like to leave the money in there to earn interest on it. (laughs) However, uh, yeah, so I heard about this filming lark. Uh So I thought, well, I'll I'll give it a try. And so I I got um, into the union and um, a second time and started working as an extra uh-huh. uh, and then later as a bit been around a bit they uh, started to use me as a stand-in for other actors right. for actors just to for the lighting and camera work right. and uh, so it, it all worked very well for a while so uh-huh. it was going along nicely and uh, I got on bigger and bigger film productions right and uh, I was, my name was out there, so uh, people were asking for me by name. It was, it That's got great. that, yeah, that large, and uh, and it, it it turned out to be quite a, a not not big lucrative, uh, but uh, it, it paid the bills. Yeah, and uh, quite frankly, anybody in this soppy industry, if they can get something that pays the bills, they've scored. Right. Believe me. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, there's so many ways that you do not make much money out of this right. lark. And um, I was lucky to do my bit. So, uh, And I, I got more and more famous. Uh, and I got asked for by top people mm-hmm. to do films, like David Tomlin. And yeah. uh, I was standing for Gene Hackman on Superman 1 and 2. Wow. And then I was later called in to work on 3 as well. And uh, then I was asked to do uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, the second Star Wars film, a stand-in for Anthony Daniels. And then I was, because there were gaps in his work schedule, uh, he, uh, I was doing other things as well. Right. I was, in fact, I got to the point where I was busier than he was. <laughs> I was working more than him. However, there you are. And um, so, and it built up and built up. And uh, I, I, I had a wonderful time. I right. thoroughly enjoyed it all. And uh, sorry, do you want to ask any question I, the way? I was just listening. I was just letting you die. No, this is great. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Empire, especially of the three Star Wars movies, you have some of the most like uh, pronounced effects on the movie, starting with before the production began with uh, modeling for the original Boba Fett costume. 
What was that like, that now very famous white prototype Boba Fett costume and, and going in for that fitting? Well, it was going to be a super trooper. Mm -hmm. The idea was uh, he, he would jump out of Darth Vader's ship and go down to the planet with a rocket in the back and uh, shoot up people and then zoom back with a rocket on his back uh, to the spaceship. Right. Um, that, that was a simplistic version mm -hmm. of it. Um, I didn't know about this uh, rocket on the back until, and the flamethrower <laughs> on the wrist until, because uh, it, 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 it was a series of fittings. Right. Uh, they made up a, another unarmed piece, piece and the body piece and so on. And it was a series of these fittings right. uh, to show the photographs. And they went off to Hollywood and uh, were checked out by George and uh, et cetera, other people over there as well as people here. And uh, so it, it all worked out very well. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, and as it happens, um, it was written out of the script before they got to uh, starting filming uh, with, on Empire. But they uh, wrote in a new character uh, to Boba Fett. So they took the costume from uh, the Storm Super Trooper, then changed the color of it, battered it as though it had been in battles and wars. It was uh, made it look as though it really had been in battles and wars. And uh, the person that was chosen, the actor that was chosen, was Jeremy Bullock. Right. Thank goodness, because he's the nicest guy in this soppy industry we work in. Huh. And uh, he's a lovely guy. And um, uh, I've, I've enjoyed his company many times over the last 40 odd years. And uh, so, yeah, I've got a photo at home of, uh, there's myself, my wife is next to me, Wynne, um, and then there's Anthony Daniels, who was, sta I was a standing for him on Empire. And then on the end of the line was Jeremy Bullock. The costume yeah. for him was made around me. So it's, it's a great photo. Right. And we've all got smiles. This was at the rap party. Uh -huh. And um, we've, we've all got smiles on our faces. Uh, we've had a couple of drinks. And so it was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Well, another one of the things that you helped on that maybe people do not know, which is you were the body for the Han Solo and Carbonite yeah. sculpture. Yeah. What was that process like, putting uh, all that on? Not good. Not, not fun. Not I'm good. Sure. Um, first of all, I didn't know what I was in for. Right. If I did, I might have thought seconds about it. But anyway, my attitude has always been, do it. Right. If there's a problem, get out of it. Right. And I would have got out. I would have chucked it yeah. over you know, off me and uh, let it, even if it destroyed it, it wouldn't matter right. as far as I was concerned. Uh, but yes, so he told me to lay down on the floor. They tried something else and right. it didn't work for the, uh, for the body carbonate. Anyway, they told me to lay down on the floor in the wardrobe department, put uh, uh, Kirsch, Owen Kirsch, right. put my fingers in the position that he wanted them, right. bent and uh, scared sort of thing, angry. And um, so I said, right, I did that. Then they put drinking straws up my nose. Good, normal, yeah. So I could breathe. Yes, it's normal, yeah. <laughs> so I could breathe. And um, then, uh, let's see, what else then? Oh, then they started, came in with the, the heavy stuff, the plaster of Paris. Yeah. That's from head to toe. They went all the way down me. As long as I had the drinking straws up my nose, I could breathe, and right. that's fine. Uh, and they went all the way down me. I had 
uh, an old shirt and tr trousers of Harrison's on right. and a pair of boots. And when they got down to the bottom end, uh, it was drying off. And uh, when it was completely dry, they managed to lift it off carefully off me and then I got up and walked away sort of thing uh, glad that I'm still breathing right. anyway they uh, then put Harrison in a chair like the one that we're sitting on and uh, mixed up a small batch of plaster of Paris right. and put it on his face with the expression of him dying right. ah, sort of thing and so um, he had the drinking straws up his nose for that and uh, that that's okay he, he, he that was that done when that was dry on him they uh, took it off him of course and then they cut my face out of the carbonate right and put harrison's face in the carbon uh -huh. and it's practical filmmaking right if it works do it and it, right. it works a right. treat yeah Looks great. It. And then, of course, your your major on-screen presence in the movie was was as Bosk, right? We, we've been beating around it enough, yeah. uh, which now, you know, we just had a guy walk up with it on his shirt. Like, it really became an iconic scene of the original trilogy, especially just because it was it was like the cantina scene of the New Hope, where here were some new aliens and droids and creatures. What was filming that like? I know there were some precarious situations in terms of it was up high. And yeah. yeah, I was, uh, well, I was on a rostrum. Uh, with the rest of us, in actual fact, and Darth Vader and Ken Collie were down below. They were about 10 feet below us. Uh, when they wanted Kirsch, Irving Kirshner wanted me to curl my toes, right. uh, which had the claws on, right. to do one foot at a time, curling like that. And uh, I, I managed to do it okay, <laughs> but I had to keep, do, keep doing rehearsals right. uh, because uh, when I'm, you know, get in there right. I've got to be able to do that and know what's happening and then when uh, I, uh, because I couldn't hear what they were saying but when that Ken Collie looked up at me uh, to say uh, I don't want that scum on my ship right. I knew that was the time for me to stop looking over leaning over looking at them and doing the toes uh, claws um, and uh, straighten up and then looked down at Darth Vader, angry that he's allowed Boba Fett to go after right. Harry. Oh, Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. It was all. It all worked out okay. Yeah. It all worked out it worked okay. Out okay. And finish. Yeah. If it works, do it. If it right. don't, change it. Well, what I love then is after you've been in Star Wars and in Empire and in Return of the Jedi, you then return almost two decades later to be in Phantom Menace doubling for Terrence Stamp. What was that call like, and what was that uh, process yeah, for you? Uh, his normal standing of 25 years. Uh, he was standing for him on, on Superman 1 and 2. So, uh -huh. you know, I, mean, I was standing for Gene Hackman on that. But the, right. anyway, um, uh, ooh, I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, uh, he said I, he couldn't do it. He just finished two television series on the trot. You know, one after the other, it wears you out, right. and you're, you're absolutely knackered with it. And so um, they said to him, uh, well, who would you recommend to uh, do the job for Terence Stamp? And he said, immediately said Alan Harris. Yeah. He said that personally, because first of all, I looked a bit like him, right. same height, build, 
But uh, yeah, I, I knew his stuff. Right. So he knew his work. He had, was tired out after t- doing the two series. Right. So he recommended me. So I said, no, that's all right, I'll do it. And I went down and uh, I did stand in for him. Yeah. And also uh, I doubled. For, then he goes off. He, right. he, he goes off to places. Uh, and he went off somewhere up a mountain or something. Um, they asked me to get in his costume. And they wanted a shot on the boy. Uh, the young but becomes Darth Vader eventually. Uh, it was the first time they had the boy. And it was between us, me and right. I think it was Natalie Portman. Uh, <coughs> it, it was from the shoulder down right. on me. So we've got her face in it, but not mine, which is fine. They don't want me on it. Um, and then uh, we we did that one. And then there was they called me in later uh, to do one a scene where he's uh, having an argument with uh, an international conference. Uh-huh. It's as people in like a big arena sort of thing and uh, talking away and um, so I was there doing that as well and I had to point at some point and uh, it was it all worked out okay yeah. so I've got some money out of it and yeah that was it that's yeah. great well what I love about this photo that we're looking at right here with Boba and with the stormtrooper and with Meryl you you impact and uh, of course Han Solo and Carbonite like you impacted pretty much this entire photo in some way right three things. right three things which is well. which is crazy for yeah. for Star Wars yeah I mean it's just uh, yes the costume for Boba Fett was originally made around me in white uh, but I was the body for the Carbonite for Harrison and uh, there I am as the best being guard so. Yeah, I mean, I, it's only when I saw this photo years later, like you know, when I started doing this lot, that I realised that I did three things in the <laughs> one bloody photo. You know, it just, just never happens right. normally. No, never, and especially not in Star Wars. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Mr. Harris, thank you so much for for taking the time with us. I really appreciate it and think telling your stories. Pleasure, yeah, me. thank my you, pleasure. thank you. Thank you again to Mr. Harris for the time and the stories. And thank you, as always, to Zach McGinnis and Galactic Productions for coordinating this conversation. It is so appreciated. Check out galacticproductionsevents.com for future appearances for both Mr. Harris and for all of their great clients. No new episode next week, but we'll be back in two weeks with one of the VFX storytellers of the prequel trilogy. So until then, stay tuned, leave a five-star review, and may the Force be with you.